This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Sweens. I see the boy Sweens done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and Keep It Locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Culture. I feel like I'm part of the hip hop culture, but I don't know where I stand, and I feel weird about it. He's like, you should. Like, I'm like, marginal. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black, That's not so bad. There we have it, folks. Keep it, <laughs> keep it basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory, like Oprah's Mavani. Damn, son, where'd you find Keep this? Keep It Basement Podcast. Tonight's episode is very interesting and unique because we're actually live at Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Gym. It was a fun-filled night, and it was pretty cool to see this whole setup and everything like that. At first, I honestly thought I was getting punk. Like, I got invited by Mickey Gall and the intern Sam to come check it out and interview some local fighters, some underdogs, some dogs, some brown belts, black belts, you name it, um, some amateur fighters, upcoming uh, talent, possibly to the UFC and stuff like that. So it was a cool experience to do that. But I honestly thought I <clears throat> I annoyed Mickey Gall so much by promoting Fleshlight that uh, I thought it was like a punk thing, like a setup where the intern was like, oh, yeah, we'll get Sweeney or Zappy to come and we'll get him here and then we'll uh, have him on the mat and get fucked up. Ha-ho. That didn't happen to me. I'm happy about that. But it did happen to Tom Zappy. I checked those videos out on Cuba Basement uh, on Instagram. Great content. The intern threw Zappy down. It was awesome. I love it. And then... Everyone was making fun of me. Well, the crew was making fun of me about the whole fleshlight thing, annoying Mickey Gall. But he told me he didn't care. So it's all love. But it's funny because they're putting pictures of me like I'm going to be battling him in a fight because of the annoyance of social media. But it was a good time, and it was for the uh, local guys. It was for the fighters there. They've been doing it for a long time, putting in the work, who have the brown belts, the black belts, even the newbies, like the intern. And it was cool interviewing those guys. And it was just a fun night, and it was cool. Mickey got on. He got on the mic. I mean, it's like we've been doing a podcast. So he's like our guest host every week. Maybe he's on the Keep Basin podcast now. <laughs> but uh, it was cool, man. It was just something different. And uh, you get a feel for it when you're there. Like, hungry young gun fighters. And it, it was similar to, like, Comedy Entertainment Away, because you got to pay your dues. you got to pay your licks. 
And uh, Mickey Gall is definitely the big homie there. He's a good guy and he's a mentor to a lot of these guys. And you don't see that a lot because, like, if someone posts a fight, like, there's a new fight, Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall's in with uh, Carlos Cundin or however you spell it, the legend in the game in UFC is like 30 and 13. Uh, you just see, like, you tend to see just the hate on the internet because it just, like, it not attracts or anything. It's just, like, you see the comments and there's always, like, someone who has something to say but who doesn't know this person personally. But if they, like, took the time to know that person, they probably wouldn't say that. Or they'd be scared to say it in front of a UFC fighter's face. Good comedy idea. UFC fighters going to people's houses, like their addresses, their IP addresses, just beating the shit out of them. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But, uh, no, yeah, like, social media is bullshit, some of it, and, like, the comments and the hate people get, because, like, you see a different side of somebody, like, uh, you might call Mickey Gall, Mickey Gall arrogant. I mean, he has right to be, if he's a UFC fighter and he wins fights and he could kick the shit out of, like... 85%, maybe 95% of the population, maybe more. But the point is, when you go to the gym at Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Gym, he's nothing but courteous to everyone there. He treats everyone like family, and it's like a family bond. And it's pretty cool to see because uh, it's kind of like how teamwork make the dream work, and everyone works together. He goes to the younger guys' fights. He goes to the younger belts' fights. He uh, is a team player. He's like the captain of the squad, you could tell, the big dog there, highly respected, uh, trains people, helps everyone out. And it's like he's not too cool for anyone, and I think that helps uh, ground people, and I help it. I think it helps inspire, motivate people. You don't realize that he inspires a lot of people, and I think that's the greatest thing of all. You know, just lo- an outsider looking in. I've no, no, I don't know much about UFC. I'm good at interviewing. I like comedy, entertainment, hip hop, but uh, for the UFC stuff, I'm not extremely familiar with everything. Uh, Tom Zappia is probably a little better than me with that. But I just see that person to person connecting with people. He's really good at connecting with people, and especially people who are in jujitsu and at the Gracie gym. And he's helped the internal and everything like that, and helped everyone. And very humble guy. So it was awesome to see. So this is the interviews from Keep It Basement at the gym at Gracie Jujitsu Gym in Lebanon, New Jersey. Shout out to them. Thank you for that. That was fun. And you know, it just uh, the hungry fighters, a taste of everything. You get a nutritionist in this interview. You get. So you start off, we're going to go Mickey Gall first, the interview. He talks about the upcoming fight and some comedy stuff and just a, you know, quick little interview there. And then we got Mark Hernandez, who's a nutritionist and a black belt. I'm not sure if he's a black belt for the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu or not, or Taekwondo, I'm not too sure. But he, shout out to him, he's cool. And then you got the bulldog, Brett Floyd, the brown belt. He's got an, he's got an upcoming fight uh, with Maverick MMA, so salute to him. And then you got the Corbalizer, Russ Corbel, who's a brown belt. I think I spelled his name right. And uh, he's got an upcoming fight as well with Maverick MMA. So salute to those guys. And we got to get those victories. And then you've got a newcomer in the game, but he's been grappling for two years, I believe, and rolling and all that. Uh, Zero Dark 30, a.k.a. Alex Baker. And then you got Chris the Badger Garotolo. Hopefully I'm not butchering these names too bad. But that's the list of the interviews in this podcast. So check it out, Kia Basement. It's pretty fun. Salute to all those guys. Uh, shout out to everybody. Kia Basement. We on? Coming on my side? Oh, Mickey Gall. What so up, boys? Long time no see. Only been four days. Yeah, yeah I know. I think. I was, no. I miss you guys. Oh, no, it's been a week. I missed you a week guys and a equally. day. A week and a day. <laughs> a whole ha- How you Hanukkah. feeling? How was your workout tonight? Looks great. I did a triple Ooh. session today. Yeah, Jesus. Over you were all over the place. This morning. Yep, in Word? Sparta. And it took me like two hours to drive to East Rutherford to go to Joe DeFranco. Jesus. And it took me like an hour and a half to get here. I fall asleep <laughs> at the fucking wheel. Yeah. It took me an hour and a half to get here, and I'm close. Mike's close. Three a days. You need yeah, 10 bro. hours of sleep, like you said. Yeah, no, I got to try and get it tonight. We'll be up playing Super Smash Brothers at <laughs> LJ's house all night. <laughs> you just get so used to being fatigued, you're like, fuck it, I'm keep going. No, I, I, I try and get my rest, but but also probably to the same, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a pro, but my meter of fatigue is probably skewed. Yeah, do you steal oh. a nap during the day or no? I, nah, I wish. I'd like to be a better napper. Well, you sleep 10 hours? No, I'd like to. I, I'd say, probably get like 7 and 9 for real. No, yeah, because I, I usually get like 6, and the other night I slept like 9 or 10, and I felt more tired. And that I, happens too. That's a thing, that's, right? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Sometimes we get too much Because you're too used to the other way. You go two gallons a day? Two to three. And you drive all the time, you're probably pissing at the wheel. Yes, but sometimes you just empty one of them gallons and just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Work on your aim. How was, uh, how was the workout today? You see anything good from anyone other than stupid Sam? <laughs> um, yeah, well, we got uh, Russ, like Cor- Russ, the Corbalizer, yeah. who you talked to earlier. Shout out to Russ. Shout out to Corbalizer. And, uh, <laughs> Great nickname. He's the, he's the man. <laughs> and Brett. Brett uh, looks like a savage. Both of them are fighting on the 14th. Hell yeah. But I think you guys should come, come and cover it. 
You know what I mean? Come to the event. I can get you guys like uh, some media passes, pass, yeah. and like you guys could like you know what I mean. Come sit sit up close. I'm down. You know. Yeah, that'd be a cool experience. Yeah, it'd be good. And you see these guys, and there's another guy in here, Geiger, who's fighting. Who was he was here earlier? Uh, you'll be able to see the guy, you know, see them work, and then see them actually getting the shit. It'll be fun because that's when it's like I'm sure when you guys watch me, you get on some level like it's kind of like. Oh fuck! Like it's like that's my boy. It's like it's, pr it's you know you get that primal feeling, you know. Yeah. So you, you'll you'll get that that way. feeling like three times a night. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, that's what it's like. It's like, oh fuck! Oh my god! They're about, I'm helpless. I can't do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I don't I don't look at my phone. I'm addicted to social media. And like Tom was calling this time, and like Sam was texting me. I didn't look till the end. Yeah. I got like anxiety. Yeah. 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 How um? Jersey, yeah. Straight out of Jersey. Oh, new fight coming up now. Boom! Yeah, right. Yeah, I was gonna say it just got confirmed. it just got announced today. I didn't. Yeah. Think, I I didn't. I still didn't even sign the paper. I was gonna oh, say I didn't know if we could talk about it yet because I don't know uh, if it was confirmed. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's. But you I mean, did tell us it seems who it was pretty darn right. confirmed yeah. to me. New fights out. Uh, Mickey Gall versus Sweens. <laughs> yep, Please, I would it. love to. I would oh, pay snap. to see that. Oh, I'd pay to see that one second fight. Yeah. So I got uh, Carlos That's Condit good yeah, December Carlos 7th. In, uh, in D.C. on the 7th. Yeah. Show who the That's real natural born killer is. That's the new natural born killer in town, baby. That is such a good fight. He yes, He's we, wild, too. I can't wait yeah. for that now that I know. He's a Confirmed. G. He's a G. It's, it's one of those fun, like idols become rivals thing. I was a guy I, I grew up watching. Mm -hmm. He's been at it for a long all, time. Right. Hell yeah. When he was WEC champ. Yep. He came with UFC. Those, all those wars he had. When I got when I found out, I was like, they were, that I, I was going to when I saw the commercial for the Dana White looking for the fight show, he was fighting uh, Robbie Lawler for the belt in like a war, one of the best fights I've ever seen. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Did part of you get like a fan inside of you, or like you're a fan of his his moves and his fights, and you're like, dude, this is awesome? And a part of you's like, I got to go to war with this guy. Though. Let's nah, go. there's no, it's it's all like I, I j I'm just like excited to fuck him up. Nice. I'm just excited to just go in there and just kick his fucking ass, beat his ass everywhere. It reminds me of Randy Orton, the Legend Killer. Like you could be the Legend Killer. <laughs> I don't get the reference. Cause Randy Orton, they call him. The I know, I know Randy Orton. He's a wrestler. He used to beat up all like the like people. Who He's were uh, and his in the game. his dad was like a wrestler. Yeah, his Bob uncle Orton. was a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And all they right. call him the Legend Killer because he beat Mick Foley up, Shawn Michaels. He would always beat all these opponents. He was a uh, okay. Yeah, no, then yeah, uh, yes, I'm the Legend Killer. Not to go all WWE on you. No, it's all good. So. Hardcore intense, kind of similar kind of training, like we were leading up to um, Salim. Or oh like yeah, oh yeah, harder, even harder, harder. Yeah, even harder. Work harder. Yeah, get get better. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna up everything. I'm gonna be a be even better version of me. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. What um, what did you work on tonight mostly? Because I saw you all over the place. I was like, yeah, I was, wor I was working, in the, in the working a little little game plan stuff that I'm thinking about. Uh, and I was also just working like some striking with digs, just you know striking on a, from a broad sense. Yeah, you know, just jabbing, moving, doing my thing, being uh, me. How's Sweeney's playlist working out for you? Great. Really? <laughs> Dab it up, baby. Great. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Really? Good hip no, I made some uh, motivational ones, too. Absolutely. No, I, I love it. I've, I've been like, uh, yeah, I, I'll show you. i like been adding. Like, I, all last night I was adding, adding, adding. You need, you need some dirty rap shit. shit. Jack you up, you know? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. No, I was listening on my way up here. All the above. All the above. What? Yeah, like uh, just being a mentor here. Like people don't see that side of you unless they're here. It's like a family. Like just watching this scene and everything, you can tell how like you're the big homie here, the big dog, um, the top dog. But like you're humble about it, and you're not like arrogant, and you train all everyone, whether it be Sam, Russ, anybody. Just seem like really humble and cool, and like how it, you run this place pretty much. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. It's like a family. You know, I'm I'm definitely one of the one of the big brothers in this family. So. It's just, it's like that, you know, the n humbleness, whatever. I just want, I want to see everyone else do great, yeah. you know. I want them to get everything they want. So, you yeah. know, I, I'm I, and I, I enjoy it. I'm there's no, you know, I pr I appreciate the way way you put it. It's cool, but I'm I I get fulfillment out of that. I I want to see them, you know, smash all their goals. Get, I, I believe it everything. too. I understand your answer now because you said how you wouldn't fight your boy like LJ or anyone here, and like it makes sense because you guys are so bonded like a family. It's like you ain't gonna fight someone you like literally love on the mat and fuck with all the time and yeah. train with. No, I don't want to. No yeah, point. his you gotta help. My each best other. day would be his worst day, and I yeah, I never want that. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. What yeah. uh, what's the game plan going in? Like anything changing from last fight, or like, do you do you focus on the weaknesses of a fighter, or you just play to your strengths? Um, you know, I, I I'll I'll look at his tendencies. Uh, I'll I'll see like if there's like glaring things that I think I can expose, and I, I will. But at the end of the day, uh, it's it's more me forcing my game. F you know, focus on the inner me, not the enemy. 
know what I'm saying? It's a good way to look at it. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I'm just gonna be me. Be the best me. Best me beats Carlos Condit. You know, I just gotta be the best me out there. Make that happen. Can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm psyched. Want to touch on anything else? Whatever. It's gotta go soon. Probably. Any words of wisdom about this whole situation? Uh, we got a lot of good feedback on the podcast. You saw the video the kids sent, right? And yeah. The whole opportunity thing. I think that's real. How you created a good opportunity for your career. Like, yeah. I feel, I feel like it's real, and people in Jersey fuck with it. Like the kid said, he said it best. He doesn't even watch UFC. He doesn't know anything about it, and he just liked. He became a fan from that's that cool. podcast. That's very cool. Yeah, that's the cool thing about podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, you get a long conversation. You're just like a fly on the wall for a conversation. You know, you get to kind of get to know them through that. Yeah, we we so we, I'm so right now I am uh so my great first like my seminal I great idea was that CM Punk thing. And I'm about to have my second great idea is about to be this TV show I'm about to pop off with. I've been like doing some filming with it, but I think once I once I get that I get that done get like the pilot and everything proper, I think we gotta start a podcast. I think so too. We gotta start the Mickey Gall podcast. You know what I mean? I've been getting reps. I think I'm ready. Someone just asked me, "Does Mickey have a YouTube page?" And I looked. I don't. I don't know. I didn't see. Nah, nah. But I might put this this show on the YouTube page. So look out for that. I got video people hitting me up asking the work where you like all these people. I feel like I'm a a fucking middleman. It's weird, but like people are hitting me up recently. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'll be your your agent. If you you want me to, I'll be your agent. When they say your people talk to my people, you're my people. (laughs) Seriously, I'm getting that jersey, man. I don't give a fuck. Sean Kelly messed it up. I told you, I got it. No, 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 we're gonna we're gonna do it. I told them uh, I want it to say Jersey Champs. Like they were gonna put like a UFC thing. I was like, fuck that. Put Jersey Champs right on. How badass is that? Yeah, that's pretty. I'm like, put your logo. I'll be a damn billboard. Also, I don't know. I think they should sponsor your boy. I think they should. Like, if they should. I think they should, right? Yeah. Right? Hit me up, How, Sean what's Kelly. A cooler, what's, Sean a cooler, what's a cooler sponsorship than that? Right? The Especially Jersey for a Jersey, Jersey champ, champ. For a Jersey champ. So proper. So not saying anything about Fleshlight, Sam. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I got, he told yeah. me, he's like, he was like every other one he hit me with is like, Fleshlight. I'm like, Jesus I got a good Christ, joke I get about you're that. trying to like give the, give the sponsor some love, but I'm like, yeah, I don't, need, I don't need everyone picturing me fucking this thing. Yeah, because my boy was like, "Dude, he's a f- he's a fighter. He's not gonna want a fleshlight sponsorship or like you promoting fleshlight so hard because it makes him yeah, look no. like a weirdo to other fighters." Yeah, yeah, him. not good. Yeah, yeah. Shout out fleshlight though. Don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you gonna be uh, in Super Smash tonight? Who am I gonna be? Yeah. Um, I'll be mostly Donkey Kong. Damn, that's my guy. Dude, I'm, Donkey Kong's Donkey tough, Kong. yo. Yeah. I suck with I, him. Oh, I fuck shit up. Sam. I'm, I want to like for real. This is actually what I mostly want to promote is my Super Smash Brothers game. <laughs> if anyone out there wants some, you can come get some. I'm one of the best Super Smash Brothers players in the world. Holy shit! One of the best in the world. Land anyone can get that smoke. That's why he came in the UFC game. He wanted to promote Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, and F- fuck the UFC <laughs> game that I'm actually in. I just want to be Donkey Kong, <laughs> throwing big bol- big old punches, big old bolos. <laughs> Just DK all day, baby. I feel like that is cool. Like, but it, the thing is, you don't want to get distracted with your fights and everything like that. Doing media, like you said, podcasting, TV shows, everything. Russ, like come that. here. Come get in here with me. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's it's tough to because you got to focus on the fights. You don't want to be that guy who's like uh, fucking gonna do TV shows. Yeah, you all can't the time be a jack you know? jack of all trades, master of none, and spreading yourself too thin. You know, uh, my focus is is here. But I, you know, if you can get stuff done, how do you, it's about you know getting it getting it done, getting doing all the things you want to do, but while still, you know. Not not spreading yourself, yeah. staying on the path, do making sure you handle all the important things, responsibilities. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, you have a creative side; you got to use it to your advantage. But fighting comes first. Like ever see that movie uh, with the soccer one, Will, uh, Will Ferrell? King Screaming. Meat comes King first. Meat oh, comes yeah. first. Remember when the Italians yeah. like meat comes first? first yeah. Fighting comes first. Fighting comes first. Meat, meat comes, comes first. first. Fighting comes then first. soccer. <laughs> so funny. Ross, I like the headband though. The corbelizer in the house. The that's corbelizer. His, that's kind of his steez. That's, that's kind of what he does. He'll he'll be doing that. He'll. That's kind of his steez. The headband. I love it. Yeah, he can pull it off. Nice yellow. That was my ears a little bit. <laughs> How are you around tonight? Pretty good. Yeah. 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 It's a nice black eye you got. I know, right? I Makes know, me look man. pretty. <laughs> Not in the pink. I'm in the black in the eye. There you go. I'll go away soon. Right. I think Miguel has a future for Exotica interviews, porn stars too. Yeah, we'll we'll go, we'll go check that out this year. Hey, I wasn't supposed to be exotic right there. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say something about pink eye from like eating? Never mind. <laughs> eating booty? I didn't think we're what? Going in that direction, what? But. Eating booty? I don't know. I thought you said something about pink. I'm eye. probably gonna get Mercer or something from these mats. Mercer? <laughs> I'm gonna get Mercer or something. I don't even know what y'all got. Go home and bleach myself. My OCD's kicking in. <laughs> Can you fucking? Can you give Sam a couple more rounds this week hard so to make up for him taking me down for no reason? 
Unbelievable. I can do it. Russ, please. You want to go? You go beat up Sam. Just bu- yeah, just right. beat up Sam. You can. I'm coming for you, Sam. Next time you're go in the him. train, just work with Sam the whole night. Go get him. Mike's gonna take a video while you go get him. Please. Go get him. Those. Go get him. So you gotta squash him good. Please. Don't let him squash you. Squash him, Russ. Make it entertaining. Treat him like your kid brother, Russ. Treat him like he's a kid brother. Oh, yes, thank God. Like a little child. Don't kick my phone off. You ever battle with Sam? Battle's an interesting word. (laughs) You ever practice with Sam and not go hard at all? No, he's got the like. Yes, please, I do practice with Sam. Thank you, Russ. That's fine. How quick can you choke someone out who's like a normal person, you think? Quick. And you used to wrestle too, right? Yeah. Because I was thinking... We were at the gym, we were talking, people were listening to the podcast, and my friend was like, I was wondering if a wrestler could beat a UFC fighter up if they get him to the ground. I'm like, well, maybe they could pin him, but they ain't going to beat him up because the UFC no, fighter's well, going to kill UFC fighters also do wrestling. That's what I'm saying. You know yeah. what I mean, we do all that shit. We just got plus extra shit. Exactly. So, no. I No. No. A, a, just like some run-of-the-mill wrestler would not beat up. Especially a UFC fighter. That's like, could a high school base, baseball player be better than an MLB player? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, not good. Just or, like, could a high school lacrosse player be better than an MLB player at baseball? What the hell are you doing? All right. Yeah, sure. Come on. You're going to fart during my interview? That's fucked up. I'm going to have to beat up Sam. Sick fuck. How do you... How does... I'm like a bug. What's yeah, up with the cauliflower you're at? I mean, they say if you go to a bar, like, if you see someone with cauliflower, don't even start with that person. Like, just yeah. don't even fuck with them. I feel like I've had people try and, uh, like, start with me because of it. I don't even see it. It doesn't Maybe. seem too bad. This one? Oh, that one. Okay. Oh, it's yeah. not so, not so Would you funny. get surgery to fix that? You don't care. I could get surgery, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep getting hit in my ears. Nobody's I don't need I don't need that. that stuff. Come on. Can I play with surgery's <laughs> a pain in the ass? Plus, yeah, no, nobody's gonna fuck with you. If somebody's fuck with you because you have it, that guy's just a moron. Yeah. And uh, yeah, someone who's a beginner and doesn't know anything about UFC like me, what about like getting hit in the face and your teeth? What about? Do you, does it, does we, it fuck we, you up? Mouth, mouthpieces. Still, does it hurt though? The mouth hits. It could, yeah. You got a fat lip. I got some big ass teeth. I would be scared. You do got some chompers on yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out my teeth. A couple of chompers. Get them. Get, get a close up on them chompers. Because Rogan was saying chompers. that you get hit hard, you get a root canal. That ain't fucking I fun. Get, I, used well, get, I used to get migraines all the time. Really? It doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because like I had like I had no idea how to keep my hands up. I would get punched in the face, and then like every day after sport, like I felt like. I think this is a good show premise too. Like ask a fighter stuff. You have like a someone in here like who's clueless like me or you, and just asking fighter stuff. I'm not clueless, you are. But <laughs> I think I'm like I think I want to roll uh, for I want I want a month and then I fight Sam. <laughs> you heard you, you beat him in a, a month? No. Do you think you beat him in a fist fight now? Straight boxing? Like a fist fight? Yeah, like a straight up like a like he, if he gets you to the ground, he get or unless you knock him out before he gets a chance. Yeah, I, I would do that. Well, the thing is with Sam, he likes to do these sneak attacks. I said, let me come in, get some loose clothes on, give me like an hour of rolling around, and then do it. Treat Zapia like that. Shut up, Kevo. He treat me like that. He sneaks up on me. And then give me a fighting chance instead of just sneaking up, sneak attacking me over here. Let me get some, sh- you know, some shorts and some. That's some Jersey Chan shit over there. Yeah, Sean Kelly. He's, He's stunning. He's it. like, I got a black card. He's, he uh, Snapchat me that. Yeah, black card. Damn, he's he's balling like that. I, I think so. He's balling like that. He's got black card. Where's my sponsorship? <laughs> <laughs> he's got freaking black. Jersey he's champs. Got, he's got black Jersey cards champs. Overtaking Jersey champs to the top. To Jersey champs going to the top. We're going to the top. I got big plans. I got big plans for Jersey what champs. The Jersey champs got a big, big plan for the Jersey champs. Word. Shout out to Gracie. Shout out to Gracie. Oh, jiu-jitsu. Gracie Jujitsu. All right, Lebanon, I think I'm New gonna Jersey. wrap this up. Go hop in the shower. And if you guys want to uh, kick it with Russ, I know he's <laughs> never at a loss for words. Um, <laughs> Don't forget Carlos Condit, December seventh. Yeah, Mickey Gall so. everywhere on uh, on Instagram and uh, Mickey G. Technically, the shout out Mark Hernandez. Yeah, Mark, what's your Instagram? Mark, the nutritionist. Come here, come pop in here. You hey, actually wait. Let's let's. Why don't you grab Mark and like ask. <laughs> You guys ask some good questions so that how people get jacked. Tell these people how to get jacked and sexy. Minus the jacked, how can I get abs in less than in six Shout months? Shout out my vision board. Shout out my vision board. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I need to cut 40 pounds. What do I do? 40 pounds? 30. 30? I'd prefer 40. Start. You got to start simple, right? It's got to be something that can stick for a long time. So consistency. Yeah. Can't lose 30 pounds in four weeks can't lose 30 pounds 
in six weeks, right? Yeah. You got to take your time, monitor your intake, monitor your outtake. What's and yeah. So what you want to do is basically start setting it up where you have something as a set guideline. You need, you need to have as little variables as possible, right? right? So you need consistency in your in your meals. So the first thing is going to be looking at what are you eating for breakfast? Nothing. That's a problem. Problem number one, you got to start your metabolism up. What do you? What? Yeah, I was gonna say. What do you think about this intermittent fasting? Rogan's a big fan. I think it's a trend that's Mm -hmm. gonna go away very quickly. Right. So, so why, why intermittent fast? Like, what would be the purpose of it? I guess less calorie intake. Is it less calorie intake though? I guess not if you're going ham during when you are eating. That's the problem. Most people end up doing that too. Yeah. So you're fasting for 16 hours. You're eating for eight. Right. So so what happens is you're effectively slowing your metabolism down and then getting it to go back up. And then what are you eating during that process? So if you're going to McDonald's, right. if you're going to Chick-fil-A, now all of a sudden you got a problem. Or right? Popeyes. No or hate Popeyes, on Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Popeyes, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> which one's better? Yeah. You know, Chick-fil-A. I heard you tell Mickey you're a Chick-fil-A or something. Chick-fil-A. Get him Chick-fil-A. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Popeye's. Chick-fil-A digests better. They're both amazing. I'm not spon- oh, really? I'm not sponsored. So if Popeye's <laughs> wants to step up. <laughs> no, but the thing is, whatever it is you're gonna do. So for breakfast, my recommendation. Yeah, give me, yeah, give me my something. recommendation. All right, like a simple I'll- like a simple setup, right? Yeah. Real simple setup. For breakfast, focus on this. Protein and fat. Vegetables are free. So as much veggies as you want to throw in your diet, eat them up. Okay. Yes. Protein and fat. So let's say you wake up. You do four whole eggs, okay? Four whole eggs, rice, broccoli, rice, cauliflower, throw a half of avocado in there. Now you got nice 24 grams of protein, okay? And you got yourself about 10 to 15 grams of dietary fat, okay? It's a nice little meal. The, the protein is going to digest quickly, but the fat is going to slow it down a little bit. That's one of my tricks. I like to slow down digestion so the body's actually getting all of it. I make this joke That's with smart. people. If you eat 50 grams of protein, how much did your body digest? I'm gonna guess 30. Maybe. It's a trick question. It's like the oh, remember. Do you remember the owl in the Tootsie Roll commercial? Yeah. How many, how many licks, licks did it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Roll pop? Yeah. The world may never know, unless you have the science to figure out exactly what's being digested. What's being digested? We don't know. So you could tell based upon your waist, right? But even still, you don't know exactly what that is. So you keep your meals more frequent, I believe. You keep your meals more frequent, your body's going to constantly be efficient and burning. I can break a sweat sitting here talking because my body's constantly processing. I'm eating five to six times a day. My body's constantly processing. I'm eating more food. I'm increasing my calories each week slowly, and I'm getting leaner. It doesn't make sense. How am I eating more and getting leaner? Well, through the programming, through the consistency, that's what we've created. Right. So the first thing, so breakfast, you have your, your protein with your fats, your second meal. If you're not doing anything where you're working out again, my recommendation for you would be more protein and fat. So maybe you go with some chicken breast, right. five to six ounces of chicken breast cooked with another. If you like avocado, we go with another half an avocado. If you don't want to do avocado with that, I recommend a natural nut butter or nuts, pistachios, walnuts, cashews, um, almonds. Okay. Um, or you could do cashew butter, almond butter. That's what Dr. Oz likes. Yeah. He, he brings around nuts. Everywhere. Absolutely. It's, it, they're fantastic. But put it with the protein. Again, let's utilize the science, a little bit of the science behind this to slow down the digestion. Yeah. Okay. So we get more of the nutrients. Now, the body can operate off of two forms, really three forms, but let's say two forms of energy, fat and carbohydrate. Carbohydrate's the easiest one to break down. Fat's the second one that's going to be broken down. You can feel just as good eating a high protein, high fat diet as you can with carbohydrates. It just takes a little bit of time. They new fat keto. Everybody yeah. wants to be keto. Everybody stupid shobs all over keto. Yeah. Nobody's keto. I'm going to say it again. What is keto again anyway? Nope. That's just straight it's straight like, protein and fat. Yeah, but it's less than X amount of grams of carb per day. I think the magic okay. number with these guys is 50 or something like this. Yeah. And that's including all sources. So if there's carbs in your vegetables. That's going to count towards your, your keto number. Yeah, of course. Because, because listen, you're eliminating, you, you're eliminating a macronutrient f- profile. You're eliminating carbohydrate. Right. You're eliminating a lot of fiber by eliminating a lot of the carbohydrates. Why? Are you allergic to them? 
Do you have type one diabetes? Right. So why are you taking it out? The only time you should eliminate something is if you have an allergy to it. I can't eat sesame. I'm highly allergic to it. So I don't eat sesame, right. very simple. But everything else in the world I eat, if I like it, I eat it. When we did the weight cuts, the only things we do is stuff we like. Why are we gonna make somebody eat salmon if they don't like salmon? Mm -hmm. Doesn't make sense. See, there's hormones in the body that are very important to manipulate. Cortisol is a stress hormone, right? So if we increase stress, now we increase our cortisol level, we're gonna feel like crap. Cortisol is also gonna increase inflammation throughout the body and you're gonna hold water. You're gonna hold fat. Your body's not gonna operate the same way as it will in the absence of it. What did we do before the last weigh-in? Mickey said it before we played Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> There's no stress, unless right. if he loses. Yeah. But he's good with DK. <laughs> I suck. Yeah. He's good. Wait, stress really messes a lot of things up. Absolutely, I'm man. Cool. Really? Absolutely. So, so there's ways to manage. There's way. Uh, I think that gut, my gut. Is Let me tell you something. One hundred percent. Lower belly fat and stress go hand in hand in males. Cortisol. Really? Right. Cortisol. Exactly. What about ass and yeah. thighs? Ass and thighs no. is something else, but you, not for us. I'm saying, how, could, how how come I got a big ass? I don't get it. Squats? I've never squatted in my life. No. I don't know, man. What's, wor what's worse, carbs or sugar? Well, I mean, sugar is carbs, and carbs is sugar. So, so. But simple. like, say what, like, I don't know. Like, you don't want sugar in your diet. That's at all? the bottom line. I would, I would, once what, cause a, once like, a week. what about this, like, natural sugar, like fruit crap? Is that like. No, fruit's, fruit's different. So, fruit's yeah. gonna be different, because that's fructose. It's, it's really not, I mean, it's sugar, but it's fruit sugar. So, right. your body's gonna digest that a little bit differently. So, interesting thing. More boring science. Yeah, like fructose is going to replenish glycogen in the liver. Glycogen is stored carbohydrate, right? Yeah. So fructose is gonna replenish glycogen in the liver. The liver can hold, according to science, 100 grams of glycogen. So that's what that's gonna do, low, right? Low blood sugar, stuff like that, right? You're talking um, blood sugar stuff? The, the, the fruit? No, like what you were talking about, like the, the terminology you're using. That's no, gly glycogen is just stored carbohydrate. Gotcha. So, so that's what that does. So yeah, it's fine, it's fine, but again, Anything in excess is no good. Right. All right. And the other side of it is you don't want to eliminate any one thing. Keep it all in there, but just monitor how much you're using. Listen, the food scale is going to be your best friend if you want to lose weight. Most people don't like to measure stuff, but it's, it's the truth. The food scale is going to be your best friend because you want to know, okay, I have six ounces of chicken breast with a half of an avocado. I'm eating five ounces of rice, cauliflower, and broccoli, right? So, so now I want to, I want to lose a little bit of weight this isn't working now i'm going to i'm going to lower that down to maybe a quarter of an avocado i'm gonna drop it to five ounces of chicken you just lowered your caloric intake it's all that stuff man it's it's just all monitoring it timing the carbohydrates around your training times that's the only time you're going to really absolutely need them you know is around your training time that's when they're going to work best but you would cut out sugar completely yeah i don't like sugar sugar increases inflammation in the body um it requires insulin to be released to transport it it's not just good. not good blueberry strawberries not good blueberry strawberries fine again that's going to be fruit sugar, sugar. Yeah. you're okay fruit with that yeah different. some people are so dumb they don't realize yeah that. no it's true man there's 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 a big there's a big basically a problem you know in society where a lot of people just they're eating and they don't know why i i eat for function right that's my sole purpose is eating eating for function yeah you do that to you right? psychopath you know it's fuel it's yeah. no different it's no different there. Yeah, it, it's no different than putting than putting gas in a race car, right? Right. You put crappy gas in a race car, and it and, and it doesn't run right. Right. Well, what the hell do you expect? Right. Put hundred octane in there, it's gonna run better. Put one hundred six octane in there, it's gonna run even better. You know, I don't know if they make higher gas than that. <laughs> Definitely, no. like eat multiple times a day those small portions. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love it. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you about what, what, what supplements you recommend because everyone's on this turmeric trend. Yeah, I'm all over turmeric zinc. Tumeric. I take ZMA. daily turmeric zinc, fish oil, ZMA um, before bed. Sometimes cod liver, uh, vitamin D. Yeah, vitamin um, D is great. Yeah. Vitamin D. Those you know, are all majority yeah. of people. Turmeric's good for my skin. I think that's what I heard. I used to have really bad skin, and I started taking turmeric and zinc, and it, it helped. I think turmeric's fantastic. Yeah. for inflammation. Okay. Okay, so I I can't take. NSAIDs, any anti-inflammatories. Mm -hmm. So I use turmeric, right? Turmeric for inflammation. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic for that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I tore my calf, and I was on a very high dose of naproxen, and I think that has something to do with it. So yeah. now I have an intolerance to it, yeah. You work, how, you yeah. work out a lot? Yeah, I'm trained here with the guys. 
I'm black belt in Gracie Jiu Jitsu. Hell yeah. You know? Is four days a week in the gym, bodybuilding. Damn. Is there is it possible to lose weight just off dieting though and absolutely. you don't need to work out? Absolutely. That is that is a fact. I didn't know if that was a myth or yeah, a fact. Yeah, no, absolutely. Everyone's absolutely. like if it's like if you just want to lose weight, it's like eighty percent diet, if so, not more. So there's there's two ways to do this, right? Yeah. You could look at it two different ways. So to lose weight you have to create a deficit, a caloric deficit. So you have to figure out where you're at and then create a deficit. You can create a deficit two ways. You can increase your output or decrease your intake. That's it. Very okay. simple. So if we, if we decrease your intake at first, now we're going to start to lose weight. We're going to start to drop body fat. But then there's going to be a point when we get your metabolism humming where we're going to start to increase the food and your metabolism is going to stay firing and you're actually still going to lose weight. Okay. It's it's a very interesting concept. Yeah. Yeah. But it takes time to get your body to that point. I can tell you with me personally, I was at zero carbohydrates for three weeks straight. I've started to increase my food. Now that I've increased my food, I'm losing weight, but I'm getting leaner and bigger each week and I'm eating more. It doesn't make right. sense that it just doesn't make sense. You eat more calories. I didn't change anything else. I'm not doing more cardio. I'm not training anymore but I'm still losing weight because now my metabolism is working for me instead of against me. Right. So that's why I don't like a lot of those fad things. Yeah. Listen, if I wanted to write an ebook, I say this all the time. If I want to write an ebook for nine ninety five and sell it, I could probably become a millionaire tomorrow. I would not want to be known for that. Damn. That's garbage. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, like a fraud. Yeah. You're, you guys are comedians, right? I am. You want to write like a joke and sell it for five bucks and then the whole world buys it. And that's all you're known for is the $5 joke guy. Or do you want to, make a legacy exactly you know what i mean with with a good product you hear that mike legacy. definitely good tattoo um i need to go home and and and, and make eggs for tomorrow now after this talk that's the thing. It's a lot of preparation. <laughs> i just i just because i don't eat on the fly that's the thing everyone eats on the fly they don't one day a week they don't organize maybe twice a week it's once expensive. once twice a week it's not go to costco man I'm not sponsored well, by Costco bulk. either. Yeah, we buy it in bulk. Shout out to Costco. Yeah, we eat on the fly. <laughs> Chipotle on the fly before comedy. Get a, get, a, get a slow cooker, a crock pot, throw your chicken in there, right? Four hours, three and a half hours, it's done. Yeah. You got two, three pounds of chicken cooked for the week. Yeah. You get a rice cooker, not cook some rice. rice. The same time the chicken's cooking, the rice is cooking. You cook your turkey and your beef, your vegetable, you're good to go. Grilled chicken, eggs, and vegetables. Is Chipotle healthy or no? You wouldn't recommend it? You, you, you could rock with it. I mean, listen, anything you cook on your own is going to be a hell of a lot better. But if you're in a pinch... You could do it. What do you think? In the pinch, what do you go? What's your go-to? There, protein Wherever. and fat, no carbs. If you go out to eat, protein and veggies. Yeah. Right. Like protein and veggies in any situation. Protein and veggies in any situation is safe because everybody cooks in butter and oil, which is so bad for you. Yeah. But it is what it is, and you can't get yeah. around it unless you want to be one of those guys. I'm not one of those guys. I go to the I, restaurant. How do you cook the food, sir? Oh uh, no! Well, well, I'm asking That's, all this because I'm one of those guys who just eats yeah. shit all day, every day. Yeah. Never don't look at what I'm eating. Don't look at the nutrition yeah. facts. I just eat it. Just eat it. Yeah. So that's why I need to like, you know, just cut weight. Protein and veggies. Protein and veggies. Safest. Way you heard it here, guys. Protein and veggies from Mark. <laughs> what are you? Uh, you get, what are you? Uh, you got social media? Yeah. It's. Uh, oh, you shouted us out. Fuck. What's your last name again? Hernandez. Good name. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shout yeah. out to Mark Hernandez, nutritionist Mark Hernandez. and Jiu Jitsu black belt here at Gracie. Shout out to this gym. And all the guys we talked to today, one, like, seven of you guys, Chris and Russ, headband guy. Thanks so much, dude. Thank you. You're Appreciate very smart. Appreciate it. Nutritionist? You, you gotta be smart to be a nutritionist, because I fucking, I already, I, I would get carbs mixed up with fucking fiber, mixed up with fucking whatever else. Is my phone dead now? Is it 45% before? Alright, keep it basement. That was fun. Play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Out and I go, uh, obviously you don't know who the Sweeney's is, okay? A fucking world-renowned hip-hop and radio producer and host, radio host, who's done interviews with countless superstars and is a fucking multifaceted talent. So the fucking best thing you could fucking do is have him be a sponsorship for your fucking ship bag CBD oil because the kid's a fucking legend in the game, okay? He's the fucking greatest interview you will ever see. Howard Stern, Charlemagne, Larry King ain't shit on Mike Sweeney, okay? So you're going to want to fucking have our business, motherfucker. Sincerely, sincerely, the Sweeney's. Get yourself shot. Yo, keep it basement.
Keep it basement. Back at it, baby, with the bang bangers. Let's get ready to rumble. Nigga, shut your ass up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement, like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Well, that's cool, because you're a fan. I'm a fan, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to, to me, fans make the best interviewers. You know what I mean? Like, because... Because we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan and you follow the artist and you study your artist and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions, the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artist for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour. If you're able to listen to them for an hour, it's a yeah. difference. See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I'm a listener. I, like, yeah. like a, a lot of interviewers, I have 20 questions, and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions. But the yeah. truth of the matter is, if you ask me a question, if I ask an artist a question, and the artist answers me, if I'm listening, I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him. And that's what a conversation is all about. Hello? Hello, Sipe? Yeah, Sipe, what's up? Hey, what's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. Sweeney. What's up, dude? Mike Sweeney, the idiot. Got it. What, what radio? Basement. Keep it basement, like keep it, like keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. basement radio. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hey, what's going on? It's your boy Lil Dicky. Shout out Mike Sweeney, Swain, and Keep It Basement Radio. What's up, guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep it basement. Bulldog. I like that. That's my favorite kind of dog. Bulldog. All right, keep it, ba- keep it basement here. We got to get these uh, mics clean later on with some bleach so I don't get MRSA or anything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, shout out Gracie, Jiu-Jitsu, Jim. Is that, is that the correct name? <laughs> All right, let's get it started. Keep it basement. All right, guys, since Mike doesn't know how to speak, keep it basement podcast. Gracie, Jiu-Jitsu, Lebanon, New Jersey. Sam is behind the camera because he's a regular here. We have Brett Floyd, great name. Okay. The Bulldog. The Bulldog, a.k.a. the Bulldog, a regular here at Gracie, with, along with a lot of other guys who also have amazing nicknames. And Mickey Gall over there training in the corner. Definitely looking terrifying. Um, fuck yeah, let's just do We're just going to do some random shit, Brett. How are you feeling there after after a workout? You, after you, a workout, are you I feel beat? terrible. A little, little beat, but... You gonna be able to get home? We're gonna. Oh, I'm gonna get home fine. Rest up. We're gonna take it out on this guy in a couple weeks. <laughs> we just fine. Please. I saw Sam. I saw Sam trying to get you into an armbar something before, and you got to have it in like four seconds. I hear you're a brown belt, so that's probably like Sam. Yes, come sir. on, what are you trying to do here, Sam? Right? <laughs> I can t- nah, take him out. Sam's our boy here. We take care of everybody here, but um, no, no armbars are being done to me anytime soon <laughs> in, in the ring in this gym. I got a thing with him. That's how I go. <laughs> how long have you been? Tra- how long have you been rolling? Uh, I've been training here almost 10 years. I started, Jesus. I, I started when I was 14. 10 years? I, al- almost. I How started, old are you now? I started when I was 14. I'll be 23 in October. So we're coming oh, up on nice. nine. God, you're a, yeah. young, you're a young lad. Yes, sir. Damn. Do you believe, do you believe in the 10,000-hour theory, like of mastery? Will you practice something for 10,000 hours to become a master at it? Absolutely, yeah. The whole, the Bruce Lee, the don't fear a guy that has 10,000 kicks. Yeah, yeah, and like the has. Robert Green books, yeah, the Malcolm Gladwell stuff. You yeah. see it even in, like, in the UFC, you have guys that are just insane at one particular move, and they, they go a long way, so you keep your sharp stuff sharp. Don't worry about anything else. Play to your, you're saying play to your strengths? Play to your strengths pretty much? Absolutely, yeah. Game when, plan, just get them down, jiu-jitsu over and over again until the fight's over. Yeah, I was thinking when you fight someone and you're matching up with someone, do you play to their weaknesses or you do play to your own strengths? There's a combination of both. How does that uh, work out? I, I kind of like to play it by year. If if I'm feeling really good on the feet, you know, like don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If I'm feeling really good on the feet, I'll stay there. But jujitsu is where we all where we all thrive in this. If that makes sense. So, so did you, why'd you get into jujitsu? Because of jujitsu, or because like you, were you watching UFC fights and you were like, you know? Yeah, me and my dad were laying in bed and we were flipping channels one night when I was like really little and we saw the Forrest Griffin Stephen Bonner fight. Oh god! And we turned it on in the middle of the third round and I was just like, that is awesome. Whatever that is, I want to do it. And then 
a couple years later, this was my 14th birthday present. Holy shit, yeah, that's a great birthday 14th present. 14th birthday present, they just drove me right in, dropped me off, never looked back. Holy, and they're super supportive and stuff? Yeah, I mean, they're... My aunt was a pro boxer, so they've kind of been... Really? In the jeans. Yeah, they've Holy kind of shit. been... Like, accustomed to the... That's the sick. ...style a little bit. Holy but, crap. Yeah. Yeah, I can't... give it up for you guys. I feel like it's pretty much the closest you can get to basically almost killing someone without getting any repercussions, you know? That's how I've always... Everything goes, right? Yeah, that's, I've always looked at it as a simulated fight to the death with a different ending. My job is to go in there, and the ref's job is to save the other person. What that's are you, uh... What do you... What do you, Are you known for... Like, what do you try to focus on the most? Like, you do a lot of, you know, strength and conditioning, cardio, or are you on the ground a lot? Like, what's um, your specialty? I mean, my style being short and stocky, I yeah. like to get close and just make it dirty. So I picked up a new strength and conditioning program with your boy Sam over there. <laughs> so they got me, they got me feeling strong, so I can stay in there a lot longer and re ready to ready to perform. Do you like Can't to uh, stand with opponents or take them to the ground? Depends on how I'm feeling. You know, if uh, feeling dangerous. Yeah, it sort of depends. Earlier on, I like to grab a little bit more, like zap a little more of their energy. Like if you're, everybody boos at the clinch stuff on, on like on TV and everything like that. Those are the people that have never clinched anybody in their entire life. It's exhausting. So oh, yeah. if you can make them carry you, even for two minutes, yeah. their their energy zapped, and then the striking becomes a lot easier. I can't even imagine that energy takes. It's like yeah. you play like a you know you play like a sport, sport like baseball or basketball or some shit. You know you're going insane, but like this is just like Cardio you yeah you yeah. have to like literally like you could just be fucking leaning on someone for like a yeah. That's why the most frustrating thing is to hear when like someone's watching a fight and they go, why can't they just get up? It it's not that simple. You basically have to bench press them and then move yourself away and then explode up before they can get on top of you. It's, it's they, they don't understand it. The cardio. Especially like a pro fight for like fucking three, three rounds or five rounds. Yeah. And I always think yeah. if you train too hard, you might fuck yourself up for the actual fight. Absolutely. Right? That's why the last couple days we kind of taper it off, recover a little bit more, but right now we're in the peak of it, so we're, we're going hard. What's one thing that jiu-jitsu has taught you? Has it instilled discipline? Like, what's the one main thing that helped in your life? Um... Mostly self-belief. I mean, that's kind of a basic thing that everyone says. I believe in myself a lot more, but it it really does because someone little like me could tap out the the biggest dude that's in here. It's it doesn't matter like what you look like, how big you are, how strong you are. If you come in here and you're just bored, come through. You'll you'll be killing people in a month. Reason <laughs> reason not to be a douchebag to people at the bar and getting a fight. I was gonna say let's yeah, get. I was gonna ears. say. Yeah, 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 I always do. Unfortunately, I'm the only. What's well, the first thing I do? I look at a girl's. I look at a girl's wedding ring finger, and then I look move. at guys' ears. Yep. Always. Unfortunately, I'm the only one that doesn't get them for some reason. That's clutch, though. I guess. I kind of want them. I want to wear them well, like that badges. Way. Man. I was gonna say, let's get fun here. Has any? Have you ever been in a situation where somebody was, you know, getting a little, a little talky, and you were, you know? I mean. Do you do you feel confident that if something you know broke out of like a bar that you could handle business? I. Are you not there yet? I mean, I feel confident, like. But you don't know who the other guy is. I still. mean, if you ask me if I'm gonna fight five people at once, like absolutely not. But I mean, I, even when I was a Kiwi when I started this, I'm never the guy to like, oh, this guy's talking a lot of smack. Like, let's let's shut him down or anything. Yeah. But I don't do anything until it spills into my business, and then once it becomes my problem, then I'll, I'll handle it if I need to. Hell yeah! <laughs> and what about uh, words of wisdom or keys to success? Any like words of wisdom you have for fighting or life or jujitsu? Bad days are going to happen, regardless. I mean, even today, I didn't feel 100%, but Same. it's going <laughs> to... You got to truck through that, you know, come back the next day. Like, tomorrow, I'm going to be thinking Consistency. about... Consistency. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's going to use the bad days to motivate you for the better days and yeah. go on from there. Hell yeah. All right, dude. Yeah, Brett, where can, where can we find you? And where are you going? Do you train anywhere else besides here? Or where, where, can we, where can we find uh, you? I kind of bounce around. Like, I'll, I'll go up to Diggs' gym. I'll go up to Sam's gym. I, I kind of bounce around, but this place, this... What's your social media? Uh, Bulldog1269 on Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. Uh, fighting September 14th at the Sherman Theater. Oh, shit. Come through. We're stealing the show. September 14th? Yes, sir. All right, we'll shout you out on our Instagram, man. All right, dude. Thanks for joining us, bro. No for real. Brett Floyd, everybody. Thanks, dude. Thank you very much, guys. Don't be entertaining. Not me, not me. But Tom's happy. We're started. I just heard you guys want to talk to me, so I'll talk to you. What's your uh, fighting nickname? The Corbalizer. Wow, nice. How long have you been fighting? I've been fighting three and a half years now. I started uh, the end of April of 2016. Okay. Uh, you are. What kind of belt do you have? I'm a brown belt. I got my wow. brown belt about like a month and a half ago, actually. Nice. Pretty quick. Well, I wouldn't say quick. I've been doing this like six, six and a half years, so I wouldn't say I got it quick, but I earned it. Wow. And uh, did you like to stand up or you like to take people to the ground? 
Uh, I would have said I was more of a takedown guy, but I'm starting to like the stand-up a lot. I'm working on it quite a bit. You know, I'm not nice. afraid to show you I got some hands. Get these hands. <laughs> yeah, come get these hands. Why? What What got you into jiu- jiu-jitsu? Are you, were you like, you know, pushing newer? Or you just like discovered it one day? or? Yeah, I'd say I discovered it one day because um, um, when I got done with college, I wrestled all the way through college. Oh, okay. I saw the wrestling yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my this is one of my like uh, like homing wrestling uh, rash guards. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I got a job like right across the street. I started off as like a salesman over there, and then I would drive past this place like every day. And I like after a while, I was thinking like maybe I check this place out. Yeah. So like in May of 2013, I first walked through the door, and I've been coming here ever since. Oh shit. Wow. Hell yeah. And then, like, I got humbled, like, really quickly because I remember, like, I would just see everybody wrestling the feet. I'm thinking, oh, that's easy. I can yeah, I was going to I was gonna say, did you come in with a bigger head because you, you had wrestling oh, experience? Oh, yeah, I, d- I definitely came in thinking, like, oh, come on, this looks so easy. And, like, and I would see guys, like, laying on the ground thinking, like, come on, what are you going to do? And then, like, I would lay on top of a – I remember, like, one of my first times I would roll, and I would roll against a guy, like, like Sam over there, like his size, and they go, okay, lay on top of him for 30 seconds. And I'm like, okay, you're not going to move me, you know, because I'm like, I was maybe around like 220 at the time. And then the guy like rolls me over like like nothing. I'm like, how the hell did you do that? Humbled you quick, huh? And like after a while, like I like got, the guys like him like were like choking me, who were like blue belts, were like choking me out and tapping me out like That's seven wild. times and like around. I thought like, okay, I got to learn this stuff, you know? Yeah, deadly combo wrestling and uh, fighting, jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Tough. Wouldn't want to fuck with people. What did? You, what could you? What could you bring from your wrestling experience and to, you know simulate to jujitsu? You had to have something that you like. It was a little yeah, bit semi easier yeah, to. Yeah, because it's know, like you know, like when you have the takedowns, yeah. and then like once you got the guy on the ground, you want to like hold the position because like you know like wrestling, you're looking for things like the pin or like the tilt and everything. Yeah. And then you do similar stuff like that with like uh, grappling, but like the guys will willingly go to his back, and he's not afraid to like. You know that he just doesn't want to go to his stomach. We're used to the guy in wrestling to go to his stomach because he wants yeah, to get yeah. up. But this guy's not necessarily looking to get up. He's looking to like put you in an armbar or a triangle yeah, yeah. or something like that. You know. I, I was thinking, what do you think a state champion wrestler could beat a UFC fighter? Or no, because they're going. The UFC fighter's going for well, the kill. The wrestler's well, going for the pin. Who well, cares if he, if, he, pinned, he right? if he trains the right way? Yeah, I think he could do it. it was, but he's got obviously work on his like stand up and like. Well, not like I. I wouldn't say. I would say like if you only wrestle, that's just not enough to beat a UFC fighter. Cause yeah, yeah, they're looking for the kill, right? Yeah, because I used to think like all you need to do is be a good wrestler, and that was it. But like, there's a, a lot, lot more, more that goes into this than you think. Trust me, I've learned the very hard way. <laughs> I got a black guy to prove it to you. I've got many before this. What's your biggest uh, What's your biggest strength? You think, or what do you focus on the most, like cardio or uh, car- ground I, game, or I, I, f- I focus on a little everything. A little I, bit of every- I, like you know, like I look at this as a job personally, even though I'm okay. an amateur, because I I want to go pro and like I'm not playing. Okay, like this to me is not just a hobby. This is like passion. This is yeah, it's ba- my passion. This is what I want to do. I don't. So you have ap- you have aspirations of fighting pro? Yes, I do. Okay. I always thought, what, at what level do you quit a day job to go pro in something? Whether it be like comedy or fighting, wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, to where you're like, okay, I can pay the bills now. I'm, I'm fighting now. I'm in the UFC. Uh, yeah, if I were like in the UFC, I, w- I, w- I would be able to quit my day job. But I'm like, but I want to be like smart too. You know, like yeah. eventually I want to get into things, you know, like teaching, you know, or just being myself because everyone seems to like it. Yeah. <laughs> And what's the one thing jujitsu has helped you with, like discipline skills, or what's like the main thing in life that it's helped you? Think? Oh, it's helped me deal with like everything. Like, cause when I wrestled, and back in the day, I would just be mad at like everything, and like I would just take everything out, like whatever. Like if I was mad at something in school or just personal wise, like I would just take it out in wrestling, and like I kind of did that in jujitsu, but now like I can like handle a lot better, like. It used to be I had, like, no control over my emotions. But now, like, like jiu-jitsu has certainly helped me, like, put it in contact. It's like, you know what? Someone says something negative, so what? You know yeah. what? If, like, you know what? Like, not every day is going to be the greatest day of your life. But, like, jiu-jitsu teaches you, like, you know, if you're in a bad situation, you can, like, there's one way to look at it. You can go there. You can go there. Right. Words of, oh, any it's words of wisdom? so much more. Words of wisdom. That's our um, go-to. We're, we're asking Russ words of wisdom. Words of, words of wisdom. I'm not really sure if I I can like pull off like the greatest words of wisdom right now. Uh, just don't give up. Don't give up. Oh, well, I got Mickey right here. What's up? Who the hell is this guy? Never heard of him. I just wanted to come in the presence of the <laughs> Corbalizer. 
just want to hang out with them a little bit. I love everyone's got a nickname. I'm friends with this guy. It's Mickey and Russ. Yeah, Corbalizer. Be friends with the Corbalizer. I just want everyone to know. Without record. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Shout yeah, he's out shout out yeah, to Russ the Corbalizer. Yeah. I can honestly say Mickey's one of my best friends too. So hell yeah, yeah. really great guy. Oh yeah. All right. Seems like like a mentor here helps people. Oh, out absolutely, out dude. Like he, he's actually it's weird. Like I'm three years older than Mickey, and yet I look up to him like he's older than me. You know. So. It's funny because I feel like on social media or like YouTube, like there's a lot of hate in it if, with him. Like people like hate on him all the time, and you don't they don't realize he's a good guy. No, they don't. Well, you don't realize anything till you know somebody. True. You know? yeah, true. But there's so much hate on social media; it's ridiculous. Oh, there like is, UFC you know, fighters, but and like shit. you know what? I just don't pay attention to social media. It's like Hell you know yeah. what? Like if you want to talk negative, all I do is just go. Whoosh. I don't pay attention to it because you know I just yeah. don't got time for negative, uh, garbage BS people. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You seem like more of an old school guy, anyway. Yeah. Do you have social media? I do. All right, plug it. Um, I'm at. My Instagram is at thecorbalizer97, yes. <laughs> and I'm on Facebook just as Russ Corbel, and um, I'm very active. I think you'll like my stories because everyone tells me they like my stories, so <laughs> check it out. Hell yeah, Russ. Thanks for talking, bro. We appreciate it. Oh, no problem, guys. Hell yeah. Shout out to Russ, yo. What? Oh, you still got that? Oh, you're going to post I'm gonna that? Get it from yeah, they're going to post a booger picture about me. Oh, when am I fine? Okay, um, yeah, two and a half weeks. Today, what is today? The 28th? Yep. All right, September 14th. So two and a half weeks from today, I have tickets. So if you want them, they're $55 cash. Ooh, another you can meet me in person or you can buy them at the Gracie New Jersey Academy. And I got t-shirts coming out. Hell and, yeah. Nice. The and yeah, they're going to be, uh, I think you're going to really like these t-shirts. Like uh, I just saw the photo of them. I love them. You're going you're gonna to really like it. I'm going to sell those too. And um, they're a limited supply of the t-shirts. So first come first serve <laughs> yeah where are you fighting at so the people know uh, i'm fighting at the sherman theater in stroudsburg oh, pennsylvania nice. it's a nice oh, same place. same venue as brett yep same venue as brett we're, yeah. we're, we're looking to come out be the tag team champions i'm down man yeah yeah i mean we're, we're looking to make a comeback like last year we both fought in the same card and we didn't do too hot but right. this time we're making a comeback we're going to be the tag team champs of maverick mma baby <laughs> hell yeah all right russ thanks bro thank you thank you all right, we're here with Alex. What's your last name, Alex? What's going on? Shout out to Alex. Thank you. Thank to, you soon to be fighter here, Gracie. Uh, how are you feeling? How was it after a workout? Good. It was good. Are you good. beat? Yeah, uh, got you, a lot of good rounds in today. Um, did you did you grapple with Sam at all? Not today, no. Okay, good. I do. We're, it's we're too easy, right? Fun. You got to move on to harder. Nah, no? it's just you know you got You can only get them every once in a while. Every once know? in a while. It's got a lot of energy. How long you been rolling? Uh, two and a half years. Okay, still yeah. pretty new then, right? Still how yeah, come? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, a fucking no, guy walking down the street could fuck us up. Still, how, still new in the game. How come you? How come you? You know, got into it. Uh, I used to get in a lot of trouble. You know, oh, just had to find a way to like self-defense. Yeah. And manage your anger. Oh, okay. what has it taught you? Jiu-jitsu uh, so taught far me along. how to like be disciplined. You know, work on myself. Work, like find my inner character, who I really am. You know, dig down deep and find like the roots. It shows you who you were from the beginning. You know, like I'm still the same person I was when I was a little tyke. So, you know, you just gotta find it. Find out who it was again. Shout out, little tyke. You know? You said little tight? Yeah, little Is that your name? What's your uh, name, fighting name? My fighting name is... I don't have one yet. Alex, everyone's had a nickname so far. Can we get out? Lil' Tyke. <laughs> nah. Alex? It's street name. <laughs> do you believe in mastery, like the 10,000 hour theory? Where you got to do something for like 10,000 hours? To get mastered? To yeah. master it? Yeah. I believe in that in a sense. I don't know about 10,000 hours, but I believe it takes time to master something. Hell yeah. You know? What? Oh yeah, social media, everything like Where that. Where can we find you? Uh, my Instagram is, is at zero dark thirty. Uh, <laughs> my it. Snapchat shout is Riker one. I don't use Twitter. Facebook is Alex Baker. Um, and quick shout out to my sponsor, Submission Shark. Uh, they've been sponsoring me for about a year. I want to say probably like a year now, maybe. Um, been doing good work, and I really appreciate them and all their support. Hell yeah! Shout out to them. Also, also can we shout out the flashlight? Shout, <laughs> shout out to Keep It Basement too. Oh, thanks, uh, bro. Thank you guys for having me on. Keep It Basement, baby. <laughs> Alex, any way we could outsource you for security for when we're going to gigs or no? Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. Sam too. Sam could be the little guy in the front like instead of Alex. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good. Good. All right. Thank you, guys. Dude, thanks so thank much, you. bro. Alex. Keep It Basement. Most unexpected takedown, of course, from stupid Sam. I seriously need you guys to just take Sam out one of these days, and I'll film it. Oh, and no then, I'll, and then I want to come in with a sneak attack and just pop that fat head of his off. Your basement, Gracie with Chris. What's your last name? Gritalo. Gritalo. Yep. Hell yeah. How um.
Sorry, I'm a little out of breath. I just died a little. <laughs> how um, how was your work on tonight? Uh, I was good, man. Got some good rounds in. Uh, it's tough as always here, you know. Gracie's, Gracie's got some killers. In yeah, here, I was so. going to say, you guys seem like... I don't know. I was at another gym, and it was definitely a lot low, more low key than this. And like, you guys all seem pretty, pretty talented. How long have you been doing this? Uh, this will be my eighth year. Okay, so, that's yeah, pretty. I started at twenty. I'm twenty eight now. So okay, that's pretty long time. Yeah, riding the wave as long as I can. Where you pop around other gyms? How come you? How come you got to Gracie? Or how'd you get to Gracie? Uh, I've been all over the place, man. So I started in Central Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. And I started my amateur career there. Is that where you're from? No, I'm from like northeastern Pennsylvania, Scranton, Wilkes-Barre area. Oh, okay. Oh, so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, nah, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was at school, so I started my first two years at a gym, and then I popped out to the Allentown Lehigh Valley area. Okay. Was there for a couple of years, and then I moved over here about five years ago. Started training with Mickey, David, Deve, Sam, LJ, all those guys. So hell yeah! How yeah. come you uh, got into jujitsu in the first place? Uh, I grew up wrestling, wrestling oh, okay. in college and everything. So like. Just the grappling well. aspect. Yeah. It was just something else to learn. You know what I mean? So I enjoy, I enjoy it. Did you feel like you ha you might have known a little bit of what you were doing because of your wrestling background when you started? Or you you know uh, what I mean? Some people come in and they kind of like, you know. Yeah, my, my, ability, my ability to control on the ground was always good, but I didn't know. You know later, um, my ability on the ground was always good to control people. But like as far as the technical aspect of learning, you know, wrestling and jujitsu, as much as they can be alike, they're very different. Yeah. So a lot of what I knew I had to change. And some of the things that I kept were, you know, they helped me. But it's all just a learning process, you know. I was just going to say any words of wisdom from learning jujitsu and taking it action. S stick with it, man. Um, your best days are, are honestly probably what feel like your worst days. Um, you know, you can go in the gym, beat anybody up, find someone that's less skilled than you, less athletic. It's the rounds where guys are beating you up. You're, like, literally forced to learn the technique. Um, and unfortunately, those are some of the worst days because you're getting grinded out. You're tired. The guy's bigger than you. He's stronger than you. You feel like you can't do anything. Um, but those are your best days, man. So any guy that, like, anyone that gets into jiu-jitsu, like, as crappy as those days could be, just stick with it. Kind of like life. Sounds like life, you know? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. <laughs> well, you got social media? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Instagram, uh, Badger underscore Gracie NJ. Oh, is that your fight nickname? Was that? Yeah, Badger. the Badger. Yep. Got to get nicknames from everyone. Yeah. And then um, you can find <laughs> me on social media as far as uh, Facebook at Chris Gratalo, K R I S G R A T A L O. Hell yeah. Bark. Thanks, dude. Thanks Thank for doing man. I appreciate absolutely. it. Cheers. Thank you, brother. Shout out to Chris. Appreciate it. The Badger. Solid. Oh, God. Man, you're dying. That's how out of shape I am. That's why you don't see me here. I might do this just to freaking lose a couple pounds. Uh, oh, I would love to tell you. I would love to tell you that basically... Uh, Mike Sweeney, the head president CEO of Keep It Basement, fully Keep admitted. It Basement podcast Keep description. It Basement. Find Keep It Basement with the Sweens wherever you get your podcast with hosts Tom Zappia and Alex Nicholas. Please make that a permanent drop in every episode. I scold them myself. Keep It Basement podcast. We out. Keep it fucking moving. Um, Porn sex is like 45 minutes an hour, but like real sex is like 20 minutes. Well, maybe for me, I guess. Try like three or four hours. Hour and 45 minutes? What the fuck? It's four hours. Any words of wisdom here? Always use a condom, and if you don't use a condom, make sure you got, like, really strong pull-out game, okay? <laughs> pull-out game week. Yeah, wear a condom. Are you nuts? I have two hairless cats. I want to. Can you get laid whenever with a bunch of options? How thirsty are your DMs? It's pretty lit. I ain't got Instagram. I don't got tweeters. I don't got nothing. A younger guy pick up a, a woman who's older than him. That's a really great question. How could I approach you and take you back to my room if we were sitting at a bar? You ask too many fucking questions. Don't ask no fucking questions. Do funny guys get laid more? Oh, yeah, definitely. Would you date a uh, guy with a small penis? Like, how small? <laughs> How's, how big's your penis? Like, four inches? How funny are you? Then you put that video on fucking Worldstar. I hit the thing, it's YouTube. Fuck me up more. Sick of it. Stay down in the cellar and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Flashlight? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I want a flashlight. Yeah, take one, bro. <laughs> yeah, I want well, you got him a, a fucking flashlight, right? That's yeah, right. Yes, I've been eyeing these up. Shouts out to our sponsor. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Flashlight. Flashlight is the number one male sex toy in the world. With its soft, real feel insert, patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better.
better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures and over a hundred possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve, able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. Check out dankstop.com. We have the biggest selection of bongs, vaporizers, accessories, anything that you're looking for in the smoking industry. Use promo code BEAWESOME. That's B-E-AWESOME, A-W-E-S-O-M-E. One word, put it together, no spaces. That's for 15% off. Check us out. Uh, Stay tuned for a giveaway that we're doing with Keep It Basement. Shout out Keep It Basement. You guys were awesome. And hopefully we speak again soon. Thank you, Louie. Shout out to Dankstop. Yo, this is Sean Kelly. You're listening to... Fuck. (laughs) 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 Why are you staring at me? I'm not. You're literally staring at me. Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey (laughs) Chips. Sam. I'm not looking at you. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey Champs, and you're listening to Keep It Basement. What's up, guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep It Basement. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode Motorsports. sir. It's a fucking read-through. What am I supposed to be? Act interested. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati, super sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com, also on Facebook and Instagram at Stealth Mode Motorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. Specializing in Yamaha R1 and R6, GSXR 650,000, ZX6R, ZX10R, and CBR 1000RR late model years. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealth mode motorsports. Check them out. What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shipbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basement Rate Subscribe. Thanks, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Get a job in California. You don't like it? Fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the the, the, the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. Might turn into a a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it. That's my view on things.